Welcome back to another episode of A Hearty Heart. I would like to give a quick shout out to all of our faithful listeners on today. We are truly thankful for your support as we continue to seek justice for Taisha. We ask that you continue to help us by spreading the story as much as possible. We know that God has everything in control and that he will make it right. The last three episodes we have been doing panels and this week will be a continuation of that. Just to hear the many different stories of these people's character continues to raise questions. My biggest question has always been, why do they feel like they are the best people to care for Tanston? I know there are many of you that will say, well, Bryce is his father. But before this situation occurred, it was always Taisha and Tasha making the sacrifices for the benefit of Tanston. There has been plenty of times where Tasha would take our work to get Tanston because Bryce would have to go to Memphis to handle something. Those were nights where he would be so ready to get rid of Tanston that he would meet her after work at a a gas station. Um, I could go on and on, but God knows and so does Bryce. He knows that Tanston should be home with Tasha and Trey. Anywho, continuing to listen to these panels, I have found that he comes from a violent past. It just seems that as a father, you should want what's best for your son. Tanston misses his mother, yet you are forcing him to bond with the man that took him from her. him. He would never get to experience what having a loving, nurturing, and caring mother would feel. This week, I will be hosting the panel myself with the fruit peers and friends of both Taisha and Tarsha. This tragedy has affected the life of so many people, including those that didn't even know her. Just hearing about how she was taken away is heartbreaking for many. Before we go into the panel, I would like to share a prayer for those grieving families listening on today. Dear God, I bring every grieving parent into your throne of grace. Lord, they are going through a lot of pain after the loss of their child. It is not an easy thing for a parent to bury their child. Father, comfort them. Help them to continue being faithful to you, even through the pain. Lavish them with your love and fill the void left in their hearts with your unconditional love. God, you are the sustainer of our souls. We fling ourselves into your arms, for you are our ever-present help in our anguish. You are our refuge and strength through this time when our world has been turned upside down. Thank you for being with us through the loss of our loved ones, for being our fortress in our devastation. Our hearts are in agony, but we will be still and know that you are God. In the name, precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I guess I ask Shamara you to go first. So, could you um, start by telling us your relationship with Taisha? Um, yes, I can. Um, me and Taisha, we were friends from about grade to about high school. Um, well, yeah, we've known each other from fourth grade to the time she passed, but um, we were very, very, very close. And she was just a really lovable and caring person. Um, she wasn't violent at all, so I, I really don't get where that comes into play. Um, but she was really lovable, 
Usher gang system, I would go with her and her mom, Miss Tasha. And yeah, it's really nothing I could say negative about her at all. It's just, I don't know, it's kind of throwing me for a loop because she was just really like a fun person to be around. She was always happy, she was always goofy, always smiling. You never really seen her on that type of time and like as far as being negative or angry or upset or anything in that nature. So I can't honestly say she was one of the best friends that I ever had. Okay. Um, Jamara, what about you? Um, me and Taisha, we was really good friends. Um uh, she passed away um in February. Um, my birthday was February fifteenth, so um, I actually was able to talk to her um on the fifteenth when she wished me a happy birthday. So I was just thankful for that. Um, Taisha was just Taisha at the end of the day. She was just so loving, like Shamaya said, she was caring. Um, she was just like a diva. Like she was just a diva. Like <laughs> Taisha was just always herself at the end of the day. Like it was like we never ever like bumped heads. I never like really. Like, just about never. I heard her, like, being in the middle of anything like that. So, it's just, I don't know. I miss her a lot. Like, she's always on my mind. And I just, I just hate, like, generally hate, like, how things turned out. I just feel like it's very unfair and it could, everything could have been avoided. Right. Miss um, John? Oh gosh, well, that's what Taisha would call me. So <laughs> I was her best John. <laughs> yeah, um, Taisha actually was in my first third grade class. I began teaching. And um, she was in my first third grade class. Um, but even further back than that, Kylan, my son Kylan, and Taisha were best friends. Um, they were in pre-K kindergarten together and were inseparable, um, unfortunately, until until uh, Taisha left us. Um, you know, Kylan became a, uh, a father, and next thing I know, here comes Taisha, pregnant <laughs> <laughs> with Tiesta, so she would help me with my first bonus grandbaby. Uh, Kyrie, and then when PJ came into the picture, you know, she would love on PJ while she was carrying Tanston, and of course, uh, when he got old enough, you know, PJ and Tanston would would bond, and her and Kylan would share parenthood stories together. She's cooked dinner at my house, um, accompanied uh, me to Kylan's games, um, she was just the all-around cheerleader. I was also her cheerleader coach and, um, when she was a high school basketball cheerleader. And she was just the cheerleader on and off the court. <laughs> yeah. She was always wanting to pour life into people. Yeah. Uh, and she was going to be the loudest person in the corner, <laughs> in your corner. You can always depend on her um, to just root for people and want the best for them and she would do whatever she could do uh to support them and so you just wanted to do the same thing in return for taisha right and we were both diva so even if we bumped heads it was always out of love um 
Um, I'm just really getting to the point where I can say her name without coming to tears and just waking up in the morning realizing that she's not here with us. Um, It's certainly been difficult uh, for my husband, my bonus daughters, uh, and my son. Miss Lucinda. Hi. Um, well, I was her TT Lucinda. Um, me and Tasha have been friends, the best friends forever. Um, even through our ups and downs, um, when me and Taisha saw each other, she it was TT Lucinda. Um, my daughter looked up to her a lot, and so I was just. It was I was devastated when I heard it. We had we weren't I hadn't seen her um since she went to school. Yeah. And so it was hard when I heard it. I tried to get my daughter to um to call me to see, you know, did it happen because Taisha was really, really sweet. Um when I asked her to help with Kaya with cheer or anything, she did. So for this to happen, it was hard. And I know it's very hard for um, her mother. The only thing I can say about her was she was really spoiled because that's what her mom did to both of the kids. And we, I did to mine. So we would, like me and Tasha, I always say these kids spoiled, but they were just ours. And so for this to happen, it was very hard. So, we'll go to the next question. I know Miss Tawana is, she's tuning in. So, um, um, yeah, I'm here. Okay, so I'm, I'm well. I'm asking still questions about um in regards to Taisha. Okay, so okay for the next question, I want to ask y'all, um, how has this tragedy impacted y'all everyday life? Um, I start you, Jamara. like I I wake up and it, when it crosses my mind it's like it, it doesn't seem real right like it like it hurt my feelings like so badly that like I don't know it's like it doesn't seem real and it's like so unfair that it's like it like eats me up like every day yeah I don't know it's just like I can't like I don't know I just don't look I don't know I just can't look at them the same Definitely understand it. Um, Miss Lucinda? Um, I, it's hard. I took, for me, it's hard because um, I have a daughter. And, like, right now she's 18. And to me, like, seeing what Tarsha has to go through and by Kaya being a young teenager with, um, you know, dating and it's hard because you have to be very careful now because people that you think are okay, they could, you know, be the same people that did what happened to Taisha. And it, it's hard. You have to be very careful um, who, you, who you think 
you can trust, who you think you can talk to, and then like every day to just you have to pray for everybody. I have to pray for Tasha because as close as she was to her daughter, I am to mine. So like every time I see my baby, I think about Tasha and Tasha, and it's hard yeah. because at the blink of the eye, it can happen to me. Yep, and true. so you just you just really don't know how strong you can be until you have to be strong. And so you just have to face each day, not knowing is it going to be a good day or it's going to be a bad day. You have to be aware of your surroundings at all times. Yeah, it's true. Uh, it's like you said, uh, you never expect nothing like that from somebody you know. That's I think that's what make it ten times worse. Um, uh, how about you, uh, Miss Sean? Uh, I it's just a, it's a deep heartbreak. Um, just a dark cloud. Just really sorrowful. Um. No teacher ever wants to, you know, no parent ever wants to bury a child. Mm-hmm. So I definitely, my heart goes out to um, Tasha and Philip. Philip and I um, actually went through grade school, high school together. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyler's, we all went to school together. Wow. So it's definitely been... Um, hard for our classmates. Um, you know, to get through it together. We all have our opinions, um, but no one has really, you know, uh, we know Philip and his grief being that was his child. Um, but we, we haven't heard anything really from the other side, you know, publicly and openly. So, you know, when you don't know, you you fill gaps, right? Which can be dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Um, it certainly has left a void in our lives. I don't think we can ever, they can ever be filled. I mean, Tanston and, and PJ, I'm sure would have grown up to be really good friends. That has been, you know, that that relationship has, you know, been torn apart since, you know, the remote Taisha's life has been removed from their lives. Yeah. Um, no teacher ever wants to, um, you don't want to lose a student or see your student, you know, um. their life just vanished because of violence um senseless violence you know you always just think is there was there i'm sure there was another way right right like couldn't couldn't they have done this instead of that couldn't you know and you're just filling in the gaps until someone does the right thing so we know that what's happening and how things have been handled it doesn't sit right right and I, it just won't until uh, there's justice for for her life. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, Shamaya.
Hello. Hey, are y'all still there? Yeah, we waiting. I'm trying to I'm trying to see if Shamaya is still on. Is she here? I see it's unmuted. Um okay. We'll go to the next question. I'm super sorry about that. Okay. Thanks. Okay. So for uh the next question, how was um you all's association with Bryce Bryce either Bryce Tyler's or Chelsea? Um I'll start with you, um, Lucinda. Say the question again. I'm sorry. Uh, how was like how was your association with Bryce and his parents? Shamaya, can you answer the next question? Um, yes. Can you repeat the question for me? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we hear you now. Um, okay. How was your association with Bryce and his parents? I guess you would be more associated with Bryce than his parents. Um, my association with Bryce, he was just my classmate um, in school. He was a cool person, okay person, um, but honestly... Now that um, I've heard all of the stories as far as his anger and his parents being on him and stuff, 
it's kind of more understandable now because you know how they say little people have little people syndrome and that's why you know they're always kind of like angry and upset but Bryce was always like a just like uptight kind of angry person mm-hmm. but he was a cool person so I never would think that you know like this situation with Bryce and his parents and stuff would be the reason of my the cause of my friend's death um it's just still kind of like I don't know unbelievable it's not something I can kind of process in my head but um me and Bryce didn't really have association um a lot of people didn't really have association with him in school other than the people that were close to him only because he always just kind of had this like persona about him so where you know you didn't really just want to get close to him. I mean, I guess depending on the person you are, but he was an okay person. He was just a classmate. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I get you. Um, Jamara? Oh, it was the same for me. Bryce was just a classmate. Um, I speak to him sometimes. If, like, they was in the room and I walked in on, but it wasn't nothing. I said, hey, like, walking down the hallway or nothing like that. Um, I n- never really talked to him. Uh, I know he went to University of Memphis. Um, I went to University of Memphis, so... Um, he was um, close to people that I was close to in college, so I heard, you know, a lot more about him, like, because of that, but other than that, I really didn't talk to him at all. all right. Okay. Uh, Miss Sean? Um, like I mentioned, uh, Mr. Curry and I, we all, we graduated high school together, so we came through grade school and graduated high school together, along with Philip, Taisha's father. Mm-hmm. Um, his family was close to my maternal side, um, Tyler's sister and my aunt were very close and uh, 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 his uncle their uncle lived in my neighborhood so very closely uh, entwined Uh, Chelsea we you know we were both teachers so professionally uh, we were associated um, uh, we're part of the same Greek organization um yeah, so very closely associated. Um, Bryce, you know, and Kylan, they were on t-ball teams together and, um, you know, hung out, you know, young in their younger lives. Yeah. Um, so very closely associated with, with both sides of the family, but not so as so much during in Bryce's adult life, you know? Yeah. So, for the next question, um, since you all know the situation in regards to what happened, um, what do y'all think should have been done differently to avoid Taisha having to lose her life that day? Um, that can be from avoiding her even have to come over there, or you know, what do you think should have happened differently that day? Um, I'll start off with you, uh, Shamaya. 
sorry, go ahead. No, I said, what do you think should have been done differently to avoid Taisha having to um, lose her life that day? Um, just com- communication, honestly, because she was the easiest person you could talk to and get along with. Um, yeah, just as far as communication and everything that they say Taisha did, I like I said, I've known her for over a decade, and I've never seen her. I've never seen her do or act out in that manner. So I feel like it could have just been something that could have been talked about or handled amongst the parents instead of. Um, you know, outside people or the grandparents. I, I. That's just how I feel. Um, I wasn't there, so I can't honestly say. But knowing how she is and what type of person she is, they literally all all they had to do was talk to her because she's not hard to get along with. And like I said, she's the most lovable person and the most caring person. So I'm pretty sure she would have been able to understand where they're coming from. It did not have to go that far. True. That's true. Um, Jamara? Um, I would say, um, I mean, I wasn't there either, but I just heard, like, bits and pieces of it about her not having to drive all the way from Clarksville. Um, I just feel like her having to, like, put everything on hold down there, trying to take care of business in school, um, since Bryce being the father, like, they should have figured that out. Because I just feel like when it comes down to, like, raising a child, they expect they expect the mom to do way more and sacrifice way more than the dad would. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like th- they should have just handled, like, figured that something out and she shouldn't even have, have to, like, come, honestly. True. Um, Ms. Sean? I I just would assume, and I'm just making assumptions that, you know, putting Tanston first would have solved the problem and better decisions would have been made. Like, I can't, my brain can't even wrap my mind around my husband and Kylan's, you know, and, and Ariana. Like, I cannot imagine something going this far to the point where she would lose her life. If, if PJ is put first, right, then that should put everyone in the right frame of mind. True. And better decisions would have been made. That's true. Um, Lucinda? <clears throat> it, um, or it to be avoided. Um, what could have happened is Bryce not even call her at all. True. It's true. Be grown and you take your responsibility. Um, just, you know, if she's at school and you all had an agreement, I'm like, y'all, I don't know, but from what I hear, you know, if you had an agreement, then you just, you have to stick to that agreement until it's time for her to come get him. I mean, to egg on something, to put, to light a flame to a fire, because this is me. When it comes to my child, yes, I'm going to do exactly what Taisha did. I'm going to drive how many miles I got to yep. about mine. So if it came that deep to where I had to leave and come get him, I would. And then I would just not, you know, I would just call. I could have just, you know, had his backpack and it wouldn't even been an issue. 
um, let the little girl bring him out. Just, you know, a lot of things could have been avoided. Yeah. Um, uh, Miss Tawana, what about you? Well, you know, you guys kind of talked about how you came into this case. And, you know, for me, hearing this story of, you know, Taisha's murder, it just sparked and generated something inside me. Because, in my opinion, this can happen to anybody what happened to Taisha and the reason we want justice is because we don't want people taking matters of custody, you know, child exchange, domestic disputes into their own hands. And that is what happened in this case. Uh, I didn't get to, I was trying to learn how to work my phone. So when I came from off my car to in the house, I had to figure it out so I didn't hear everybody's sentiment, you know, what they thought should have happened but in my opinion what definitely should have happened that day is you know if you felt she was a threat if you felt she was a problem call the police true i think tasha would have wanted to go get her out of jail then go identify her body i think any parent no matter how mad we would be we would all rather be bailing somebody out of jail they're going to identify their body. Right. The other thing, but I and, and I'm a grandparent. Uh, I have four grandchildren. My son has two baby mamas. Uh, one that he has three kids with, and one that he has one child with. I have been into it with both of them and their families, <laughs> and heated debates about those kids. So what Taisha and Tarsha were going through, I've personally been through that myself. Mm-hmm. One of the things that bothers me is that in both situations where I've been in, I'm talking about cussing, threatening, everything with my son's baby mamas and their families, I never saw the maternal grandfathers in a van. They didn't get in the middle of it. They didn't get in it. They didn't get involved. Because no matter how mad and how angry you are, at the end of the day, you got to come together because there's a child involved. You know, you have to step back out of your feelings and do what's best for your grandchild. Do what's best for your child. You know, so what is bizarre to me about this case is that love didn't come in. If you love Tanston, why in the world would you want Tanston to live on this earth without his mother? Yeah, it's true. Why would you want him to go through that? To never know her, to only be told stories about her, to never have her words of wisdom or her nurturing or her embrace. What was it that you was that angry? Oh, it's just it's just custody. She came back to get them. People cuss each other out. You pick the kid up and you leave. What would make any human being 
just baffling to me that a firearm got in the middle of exchanging a one-year-old child. You know, what would make you want to come and, and shoot her and want her dead? Evil. You know, because that gunshot, no matter what they say, what they do, that changed everybody's life. Yeah, it did. It impacted Tasta's life, Tasha's life. Bryce may not be the same. The little sister may not be the same. He is not going to be the same. The the mama, Chelsea's not going to be the same. Phillip's not the same. The girls that were in the car are not the same. All those lives have been forever changed. Because of an argument. It, I don't believe that anybody... Now, I know people say things, you know, because people don't want to go to jail. They don't want to do time. But I don't believe that anybody in their house believes that Taisha was a threat to their life. No, certainly not. I don't believe that anybody in that house feared this girl is going to kill me. This girl is going to harm us. She is about to do something to end our family, and we must protect ourselves. There's no way somebody believes that. She was going to pick her baby up and go back to school or to either take him to her mom. So you have to ask yourself, what was going on in the mind of somebody to believe that killing her was the resolution? It's true. And, and so you have to be out of control with anger. This is past anger. This is like rage, a blind rage. What had you so infuriated, so angry, so 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 bitter, so violent that you would want her to die? Yeah. What was that? And my issue, you know, is that if an officer tomorrow it could be a man outside waving a gun and an officer takes that gun out and he fires and he kills that man. That officer's going to be drug screened. He's going to have to go through a psychological evaluation because they're going to have to prove he's fit again to do what? Go back and protect your service. That needs to happen with, these, with, a, with a citizen. We don't know if, there, if he was under the influence of drugs. We don't know if he was under the influence of alcohol. We don't know anything. But I do know people argue every day. People cuss each other out. People say things to each other. But it does not have to end in death. It's true. Today, my the three children, me and that grandmother are we are we are besties. We work hand in hand with these kids. 
we put the best interest first. Um, and went into it with both their maternal aunties. They gonna be at my trunk or treat, volunteering and participating. Guess what? Because at the end of the day, we still a family. Yeah. So everything that happened when the kids were small, we're past that. You're gonna get past that. That wasn't gonna last forever. That's true. Yeah. It wasn't gonna last. Everybody, you know, when when I had gotten into it with my daughter-in-law, well, you know, she's passed now, God rest her soul. And she tore up some mine one day. And I locked up. I didn't go shoot her. I told her, listen, don't touch my property no more. And I signed the warrant on her. You know, but guess what? As a family, we got past it. But when I spoke to officers, the thing was, I was speaking to lieutenants and sergeants and officers. Three female lieutenants had been into, a couple of them had been into physical altercations with their son's baby mama. And they officers, they ever, it wasn't a grown person who was a grandparent that couldn't relate to my story. And and I have shared that with Tasha many times that, you know, everybody, all my friends have been into it with their sons, baby mamas, but none of us want them dead. They may make me angry. They may make me upset. They may get on my nerves, but guess what? They have something. They have, they hold a title. They are the mothers of my son's children. So I'm going to want the best for them, no matter what. You know, so that, you know, that's the thing for me. And so what I have told Tasha and what I keep saying is this right here. Martin Luther King, and why I, I, I like that people are speaking out and saying something about this, he says, if there is a threat to justice anywhere, it is a, it is a threat to justice everywhere. Mm-hmm. If people believe you in my yard and we cussing and yelling and I have the right to kill you, that's opening a floodgate. Because that is not what Stand Your Ground says. So, we, you know, we have a threat of justice right here. You don't have the right to kill somebody because you're arguing with them. That's true. And you certainly shouldn't. I say in this case, morally, it may not help with the law, but I say this under God. Morally and under God, and you think about your grandson, why would you want to kill her? I wouldn't want her shot in the arm. She could have called me every cuss word in the world, talked about me like a dog, and I thought, and I would not have wanted her shot in the leg. Yeah. Let alone dead. That's true. I may be taken off the jail. But definitely not shot a horn. Because what? At the end of the day, she's still what? My son's 
my grandchildren's mother. That's true. You know, I can cuss you. I can cuss you out, and I'll still pay your life debt. You know, because of what? You gotta keep your eye on the prize. Mm-hmm. So, to me, there's no way that love is for him. And my other point, and I'm gonna be done. I feel like Tanston doesn't have a voice. Yeah, that's the issue. I being being a being in the field of behavior mental health, I am blown away that we have a child in a home with someone who murdered their mother. Even if it's even if it is self defense, it's not. It is not fair to him to grow up with someone who killed his mother. Yeah. That is so unfair. Sad. That is unfair to him on every single level. Mm-hmm. Why does anybody think that's emotionally healthy for him? Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand it. So, you know, I, I just don't understand it. You know, he needs a voice. Somebody needs to speak about psycho you know, psychologically the damage this will do. Yeah. I you know, I can speak and tell them my opinion from working with kids and boys in the juvenile justice system. Uh, you know, you are instilling rage in him. Yep. I mean, who wants to who grows up with their mother's killer? So, you know, it's just so many different things, but, you know, I have to have faith that, you know, justice will prevail. You know, God is teaching us all something. You know, hearing you guys talk about it today, it just helps me in my fight and my drive, you know, to keep helping Tasha as much as I can and, you know, to bring justice for Taisha but also for a pastor. True. You know, what is fair and what is right. You know, he should be around people that have been psychologically evaluated and that they have been deemed safe. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody needs to put a sign or a seal safe because I don't know anybody that could murder somebody or watch the murder of somebody that was close to them and they're all okay. Mm-hmm. Everybody's just fine. Mm-hmm. No one is experiencing any mental health issues. So it's just bizarre now. But thank y'all for inviting me. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> Uh, so for the next question um, how do y'all feel about Bryce unwilling to cooperate with l- allowing Tasha to see Tanston um, Lucinda I'm coming I be having to unmute myself I'm sorry <laughs> um, I 
I was at work at first. I'm sorry it took me so long. Um, it's not fair. Um, I understand that the situation, but I feel as if um that he should let her see him. Um, at least once a month, if not even <laughs> really. Just like giving her, giving him back to her. I mean, just being honest. I'm like Miss Kawana. Um, that's not healthy for that baby nope. to be in that situation, uh, in that household at all. And I, I think it's selfish to try to keep him there. My whole thing is my mind frame. If y'all didn't want him, the time y'all had Taisha drive those hours, why now? Yeah, what changed since? I mean, that is that is so true. What happened? I mean, if he couldn't be there that day, why is he there today? Yep. Um, Shamaya? Um, basically how I feel about that situation is, um, I, I don't have any kids, so I can't really say how I feel but I can't say how I think I would feel as far as this situation about him being unwilling. It's just like, I don't, it's just so unfair because if you know how you felt in the beginning and you know you wasn't able, wasn't willing to corroborate in the beginning, then when everything is so much more like, devastating and it's like a very serious situation at this point that's literally all Miss Tarsha have mm-hmm. like that's all have. that's the least you can do that's how I feel I feel like that's that's the least you can do when it comes to at least respecting Taisha, Tanston and Miss Tarsha and the family like if you can't do that then it's just like are you even human at this point because that's someone's mom, that's someone's grandchild, like, that's serious. And it's and it's like the fact that you didn't even want to really deal with Tanston in the beginning, but now you, you, you do, after all of this, like, it's just, I don't know, it just seems like, I don't know what people's intentions are. Everybody don't have the right intentions, and I can't say that their intentions are wrong, but it's just like if your intentions aren't wrong, then that's just the least you can do. Like, as far as cooperating and doing something, because it's just, I don't know, it's just insane. Yeah, it is. Um, Jamar? Um... I just feel like the whole situation is, like, selfish um, from that point because, I mean, the whole situation was selfish. Like, from her having to lose her life at that time, I feel like that was selfish. It's just, it's just selfish. Yeah. Uh, Miss Sean? Uh, this is a tough one. Um... My feelings I don't matter, you know, but I honestly think that it's indicative. His response on this side of the tragedy is indicative of Taisha's struggle with co-parenting. 
with him. Mm-hmm. And so when you bring a child into the situation, you know, it doesn't erase the issues at hand, you know, with with relationship. You know, just because you get married doesn't mean everything becomes perfect, right? Right. <laughs> uh, problems just get bigger. And it's just indicative of his uh, conflict resolution skills and his maturity. Um, and how I feel it ultimately contributed, um, to the situation as a whole. Yeah. Um, Miss Tawana? Well, the word selfish, I think, is what comes into play, and I agree with her. This is, helps us to understand what Taisha was going through. Um, the problem is never putting Tanston first. We got a, we got a history of this, not putting them first. Think about him. This baby is wondering where his mother is. There's tons of research to show that infant mental health is real. We can detect depression and anxiety, PTSD, and kids as early as three months. We don't know if he heard those gunshots. We don't know when he's six or seven, how he's going to react and how he's going to respond to it. Uh, I watched him just so happen last night. I was scrolling on Facebook, and I just looked at him watching his behavior just with that picture. That is something different, and it's something odd. That a two-year-old, he's holding it like justice. You know, I'm fighting for my mom, too. I don't have the words to put it into place for y'all, but this is the best I can do at two. I'm going to keep a picture. I'm going to sleep with a picture, and I'm going to kiss it, and I'm going to kiss it hard, and I'm going to kiss it long. You know, because he's wondering, where is she? He's wondering, where is Tasha? If these were the people that he spent the most time with, we got a huge abandonment issue. He's got a grief and loss issue. You know, he's got disrupted uh, attachment issue. All of a sudden, they were my nurturers. Then this is my nurturing. They could have kept that baby to Tasha got off work. That's all they had to do. That's it. Just keep them till she got off work. And all of this would have been avoided. Pastor has a right to know his maternal side of his family. Yeah. Tasha should be seeing Pastor once a week. She should, you know, interacting with him, seeing him, nurturing him. That is what's in Pastor's best interest. He needs to know his grandfather. He's got a great grandfather. He's got great uncles and aunts. He's got a he's got an uncle. You know, if Tasha's son has a children, he's gonna have cousins on that side. He should not be cut off from his maternal side of his family. That's just not in his best interest. Mm-hmm. He needs to grow up with them just as strong. You know, because people are gonna tell him. What happened? Yep. It's no way to hide it. We live in the world. 
of the internet is going to be out there. And what do you say to him? Do you want him growing up with a man that he may fear and be afraid of? That's not fair. Should he should he be forced to love somebody, be attached to them, then one day find out the reason my mama not living is because of you? How devastating and detrimental do people believe that's going to be to him? So, you know, definitely, if it, at the least we can do for his cycle, his his mental health and his well being is that Tasha see him. That's the least because we we don't even know the problems that's gonna come behind this. Yeah. You know, you don't know the damage or the effects that this is gonna have on this child. Boys take rage and they internalize it. He may feel like, okay, y'all hurt my mama, but y'all would never hurt me. And then you wonder why a six-year-old kid or a seven-year-old kid is fighting everybody. He, he may be fighting for his mama, but then he could get deemed in Texas of being a bad kid because they may never tell the family secret. Yep. Why he's so rageful? Why he's so angry? Well, you know, that's why. He can't be in that environment. Because they're not going to tell it. And I've been through that uh, many, many times. When people didn't understand what was going on with the kid. And then finally, somebody gets the courage to tell what happened. Because you better believe there's always an answer for a behavior. So that's what I say. Put cast and first. You know, you can listen. I say it all the time because I've been through this a million times. You can listen to your lawyers. You can listen to the investigators. You can listen to the judges. But guess what? This is just a job for them. You do what's right by God. Because can't, they can't stop you. Do what, do, do, ask God to lead and guide you. Ask God, shouldn't this woman have contact with her grandson? And don't be against, the, but if even if they anger is towards Tasha, love Tasha. Because yep. no matter what you what they think or how they feel about Tasha, what they do know is Tasha is a 100% safe for her. Sure is. And that's one of the problems. I still see, like you said, it's indicative. It's still this thing where my what I want and what I need trumps what Tanston needs. Because yeah. if they had just bought Tanston up to your job, he would have left. He could have bought Tanston to you. Thanks again. <laughs> okay, so for our next question. Um, so one of the main issues right now that's putting a hold on a lot of stuff is because 
That night, Tyler's is claiming that he acted in self-defense. And like y'all said, he claims that he feared for his life or that he had to do what was best for his family. Now, y'all seen Taisha. I don't know if you've ever seen, if everybody has ever laid eyes on Tyler's, but he's pretty, he a big man compared to Taisha looking like a, a baby. So how do you feel about that? Do you all feel like that was self-defense or just a plain old act of hatred? Um, Lucinda. I'm coming. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it, that, no, that wasn't self-defense. I just, just, you can't, you can't say it, you can't make anyone believe it. Um, yeah, that's, I, I don't, I don't see that. Like you said, it could have just been avoided. Um, uh, self-defense is totally something different than what, I believe 
Um, and I just believe that, you know, guns don't, I hate guns, you know, guns don't kill people. People do. Yeah. And, um, you know, God has the final say and will render the ultimate judgment. Um, but I'm not buying it. I'm not buying this defense. I'm not. Nah, nobody is. Uh, Miss Tawana? Um, you know, I've worked in domestic abuse for many years. And I work with victims of abuse for... Uh, I, this is going on my 23rd year now. And so, you know, when you work with victims of domestic violence, you know, we look at a power and control. Yeah. And there are men, and I say men because, you know, majority of abusers are males. I mean, there are female abusers and the victims are females, but this just appears to be a case of femicide to me. You know, where, you know, some people, you know, I don't know his character. I don't know his history. I don't know, you know, what type of person he is. But it just it just appears to be lining up with your typical domestic abuse case. How dare you as a woman speak to me like that, talk to me like that, and get out of line with me like that. Mm-hmm. And then bam. True. You know, and that's what it, that's what it lines more up with and what makes more sense than anything, you know, that I'm so enraged that you would even dare to cuss me. I'm so enraged that you would dare to stand up to me, that you would dare to challenge me. So I'm going to put you in your place. Yeah. You know, and, you know, when you, when you work with victims of domestic violence and you've seen women be murdered and killed, you know, that's typically what happens. You know, it's not that that person feels a threat. This person feels entitled. They feel like, who are you to even challenge me? Who are you to even say something to me? Who are you to even, you know, stand up to me? Yeah. And so, you know, it just, it's, it appears to be a case of just domestic abuse. You know, there's a major power and control wheel. And, you know, you, you know, in most of these kind of cases, that when it's the perpetrator, they have an issue with women. That's true. They have an issue with women. Okay. Um, so for the next question, uh, so... Like we we already talked about the case in in regards to Tanston, so how has this case altered your belief in the justice system as well as DHS, uh, Shamaya? You say how do I feel about like what's your just, yeah like what, uh, your faith DHS. in the justice system? Yeah. Um, I can't really say because like in the world today it's like a lot of kids that just still get placed in a system and don't need to be placed you know don't need to be where they are um but I can't like personally speak on it because 
I'm not really sure. Um, but all I can say is that I feel that somebody definitely needs to look into it, but you always have people who are in fields who just either do it for what they love or do it just for the money. So, yeah. Hey guys, I'd like to say something real quick because I got to go. Um, answering to this question, I, I can tell you for myself, you know, uh, being in this community, being a, you know, an agency in this community, I'm scared. This scares me on every single level. I am terrified. You know, if this is what we're going to accept, then, man, we are setting back the domestic violence movement, you know, 30 years. We're going backwards. We're not moving forward. Mm -hmm. Because we have people that get divorced every day. They got a co-parent. They got exchange kids. They're going to argue about kids. And the last thing we need to do is set a president that this type of behavior is okay. True. We do not. I mean, her case, that is why I feel like so many people need to know about this case. And so many people need to get involved because if you've been an advocate for years, this, this you should be 100% afraid. Yeah. Because that that is gonna give abusive men the right or abusive, you know, women, men, whoever it may be, whoever has that abusive personality, we are now giving them the right to lure, to bait, and be able to kill their mm -hmm. victims. It's true. Through this through something just like this. Every last one of them could say could 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 stage an argument and say I was in fear of my life and she came over here or he and bam now I killed him. Yeah. We we it, this is bad. It's horrible. It's horrific. This is what we don't want to happen, you know? Yeah. I mean because people will use this to their advantage. When they see that the justice system is not going to stand up, it's not going to protect children, it's not going to protect victims, wham, we're in trouble. Yep. Thank you, guys. You're welcome. Um, Jamara? Um, when it comes to like um that I would say I it's just horrendous that she don't get to see him. Um, so I just feel like I don't know if it's the court, the people, like whoever it is, I think they should just come up with something. Like where she I don't know, I just feel like I know that he's the dad and like at the end of the day, like he they probably say that he have like you know, all of the say so, but I would say, like, due to the, like the situation at hand, like right. that should be different. Yeah. Um, Miss Joan, can you re repeat the question for me? Oh, um, how has this uh, this case with Taisha altered your beliefs in the justice system as well as DHS? Mm. <laughs> I just 
believe this justice system, justice system was created to, to, to protect um, the majority, which unfortunately doesn't include us. True. Um, more than anything, it, I, I'm more concerned about the village and the breakdown um, in our communities, you know, um, we help each other. We're better together. And if our family dynamics are getting to the point where they're this dysfunctional, then it just makes you wonder where will, you know, our next generations, like, where are we headed? You know? Right. Um, so it's, it's alarming. Um, if the justice system can't give that, um, render that verdict in favor um, of Tanston and Taisha. I do believe um, the fight is in policy. You know, we have to get policy changed um, and convene the right people um, to hopefully get get some changes made um, for future. Right. Our children are going to, you know, be put into a system and the living parent, you know, won't have a say. If the system takes over, so it would behoove us to continue to fight on every level. True. Um, Miss Lucinda? Girl, I'm coming, y'all. Y'all gotta forgive this phone, man. Oh my God, I be wanting to just not be on mute. Um, when you say justice system, um, I'm like, um, it just depends on how far you want to go with the justice system because if it's just in detailed as to, I'm gonna say it, hey, we're county, it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be. It's very hard because um, I say it. It's all who you know. So I'm just being honest. Like, um, no one can tell me that this is fair uh, to how it happened, um, to what happened. And so if it's okay for this to happen to one person and, and if it gets where nothing happens, everybody's going to take it and they're going to try to do it and they're going to try to watch whatever this person did. We're going to try to follow suit. Yeah. And so, like Sean said, if we don't get the right people in there and take the, the wrong people out, we're not going to win. Yeah, that's true. Um, with this situation or farther, you know, like, because every day something different is happening. Uh, every day our kids, our generation are watching social media they're watching videos, they're watching other people. Um, they're raised right, but they're being raised by um, TikTok, Facebook. So that when they think little things that's violent is okay, and then people, they just take it out of proportion. So the system, the justice system is looking at us to fail anyway. So when we do any little thing, they're just gonna take it like, okay, they're gonna just push us up under the road. So we got to have somebody to fight for us like y'all are fighting them. Right. Okay. So, 
we'll go to the next question. So um, we already talked about as far as the custody or whatnot. So seeing that this is still their claim to be an open investigation or whatnot, and Tyler's is saying self-defense, so do y'all think that it was right for them to be allowed to move to Texas, taking Tanson away from Tasha's home? And, you know, it's almost as if kidnapped because, like I said, Tanson has been with Tasha and Taisha since birth. So do you think that was right for them to not arrest Tyler's but let them, you know, leave the state and move to Texas? Uh, Shemaya. I don't know if it's still like a open trial or investigation or anything. Um, but regardless, I don't feel like they definitely, at least not even that far. I don't know because I don't really want to, I can't really just say so. I don't really want to just put my two cents in and I have never been really put in that position or in this situation. So I can only say as far as that situation, I just really don't feel like it should even be that far. I feel like it should at least be some type of um, agreement that everybody should be able to come to or something like that. Jamara? Um, I would say again, like, like putting the baby first, I would say like, okay, with them moving it far, it still should just be like a time where Taisha's mom is able to see the, the baby. I would say. Yeah. Um, Miss Sean? to the world and walk life with them 
in their adulthood while they're making decisions, you know, about their professions and how to be good people in this world and contribute. Yeah. And uh, that's hard work. So I just believe it's going to take love at the end of the day. Lucinda? Yeah, um, I don't, I'm like uh, Shamaya and everyone else. I just don't think they put, they didn't put enough thought into it um, for the baby. Um, I, I, I don't, I mean, I understand people can say that they can say this, they can say that, they can say, you know, because, I mean, people will say that there, you know, things happen. But I'm like you, at the end of the day, when it comes to passing, um, even if you just had to move a little bit or move somewhere else, just a little, you know, not that far away, just to um, let her know that, just to let Tasha know that you care. You know, even though this happened, um, whatever the situation is where we stay, um, we do care. This happened um, because this is your grandson, this is my son. You know we're gonna still stick around so we can share him and being that you know people letting them go that far i don't think they thought whoever the system was then let them they didn't think it through yeah um, so for the uh, next question well um tasha's expressed this uh, a lot so why do you all feel like people People won't speak out against Tyler's on behalf of Taisha. Um, it seems like it's always the other way around, you know. So, um, Lucinda? You, you mean, like, speak, uh, speak against him? Well, as far as his... I, wanna, I don't want to say his past, but... Mm-hmm. They won't say whether he was right or wrong. They believe that it was wrong for him to do what he did to... Mm-hmm. It seemed like they justified, per se. I don't know. I I just feel like, you know, I think people just, I'm going to say some people just want to, you know, stay out of it. Some people want to stay, I guess, neutral. And even if they do have their opinion, like, they probably have their opinion, but they don't. You know, people will take what you say and stretch it. Mm-hmm. So just where, we, you know, you you can say one thing, but if the person that you're telling it to, they're going to stress it. So they just probably, that's what I would think, just to be safe and sorry, they just don't say nothing because if one person says something, when they get to the other person, it'll be added on, subtracted, and it won't be what they said. That's what I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, Shamaya? pretty much agree with Miss Lucinda and I also feel like some people just feel like maybe their opinions won't matter at all uh, because a lot of us got an opinion and a lot of us actually is on Taisha's side and actually do want to make a difference but it's like nobody hearing us for real so I don't know some people may feel like you know it's pointless you have some people who feel like it's pointless and you may also feel like it's some 
from people who actually want to make a difference. But those are the people who actually care about Taisha and want to be heard. Jamara? I'm sorry, can you repeat the question? <laughs> okay, so why do you feel, why do you think people re- are reluctant to speak out against what Tyler's did, which was wrong, on behalf of Taisha? Um, I don't know. I would say because it's not service um it came to our attention that tyler's mom she actually made a statement um she was saying that tanston didn't have to be at the service because he wasn't gonna remember taisha anyway so it really it really wasn't no reason for him to be there uh what are your thoughts on that comment um lucinda Okay, say it one more time. I'm trying to. I'm on FaceTime with Kai. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Repeat the question. When we were getting ready for Taisha's service, um, Tyler's mm-hmm. mom made the statement that Tanston didn't need to be at the service because he wouldn't remember her anyway. So, what do you feel about that? Like, what's your thoughts on that? <laughs> Girl, you don't want to know my thoughts. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, yeah. Um, 
inconsiderate, selfish, mean. I, I just, that's not, you know, that's not nothing that, that's not his decision to make. Regardless if he remember her or not, um, there could have been photos been taken um, that he could have saw when he grew up. Yeah. Um, that's just, you know, it, it wasn't fair for Chance. Like, it, like we all keep saying, um, nobody's thinking of him. And I understand that it happened fast, but he had to think of Chance. Like, all of this stuff will come come to pass uh, later on in life. And if he if he's not remorseful now, he you know, before he passes this earth, he'll be remorseful of everything that he kept that baby out of, is what I say. Right. That's true. Um, Shamaya? that's just evil like that's just evil and mean and you wouldn't think that a person could actually think that because how whether how like it don't matter how old he is I honestly feel like he will always kind of have the feeling or the vision of who his mom is there's no other love like your mother so for her to say that, that's just evil and ignorant. Yep, very ignorant. Um, Jamara? Well, I just feel like it was just no remorse and just crazy for like to let something like that come out of your mouth. Right. I just feel like no remorse and don't try to think about it like if she was in if like it was her she was burying like her son or yeah, her daughter that's like, true. I, I just feel like she didn't have any remorse with that comment yeah. um miss sometimes it's just the principle of the thing you know yep um that photo that Tanson could have taken at the funeral 10 years from now could be the very comfort that he needs to live life without a mother. Yep, that's true. I just think it's indicative of the situation um, and what Taisha, you know, went through. So it's obvious that, you know, somebody doesn't feel, you know, um, the father is capable of making decisions. So now they make decisions for Bryson and Chanson. Right. So we're talking about continuing this generational trauma, unfortunately, you know? Yeah. It's unfortunate. Okay, so so if if there if there is by chance and any of you knew that Bryce and his family were listening to the podcast, what would be your message to them today? Um, Jamara. Um. Oh, that's a great question. Um, I would say, well, we with Bryce's dad. I would just want to know, like, why? Like, why would you do that? 
Lucinda? Okay. Um, I think my message uh, would be to to them is to open up. Um, I would want them just to open up their heart and their mind, regardless of the situation. You know, for one, I would just let everybody know. For one, you know, say that you say you're wrong, say you made a mistake. It might not heal anybody's heart. It might not help. But for one, live up to the mistake that could have been easily, you know, resolved. It didn't even have to happen. And then, like, open up your heart. Figure out how. This can help Tansy in the long run and Tarsha so that they can become as one again. And it's never going to heal her heart or her family heart, but you have to live up to what what you did, um, like verbally, and let people know, yes, I was wrong, um, wrong for leaving, wrong for how it happened, and go forward and, you know, change what they're doing now for the baby and for the family because it's not fair. Right. Um, uh, Shamari, I know you just tuned back in. So the question was, if there was a chance that you knew that Bryce and his family was listening today, what would be your message for them? Um, my message would just be simply that like Tanspin deserves the most unconditional love in the world and it's not about him it's about him especially now that um, Taisha's not here so I just feel like he needs the most attention and the most care he can get as far as positivity and not negativity. Negativity, he needs to know everyone and not just one side. Um, because as he gets older and as the years go by, it's I feel like it's only gonna get worse. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that's really all I um, Miss John. Look, I, I've had to, to, to depend on God in this whole situation. Um, I, I, my message, and it's not even my message, it's the Lord's message. You know, lean and depend on Him. You know, that's what grace, grace does, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know what the result will be, you know, with justice. Has it been rendered in the eyes of the law? I don't know. But I know that um, grace is when we're given what we, you know, don't deserve. And and that's up to God to give that. But as people, you know, we he, he puts that in us as well. Um, 
I just would have to lean on, you know, the word of God, you know, um, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Proverbs, Proverbs teaches us to lean not on our own understanding. In all of our ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct um, our paths. And so, uh, like Lucinda said, you know, moving forward, right? We make mistakes. Um, we do things we shouldn't do. We all do. We have done. Um, but what do you? What, what are you going to do next? Right. How are you going to make it right or get on the right path? And, and I would say, you know, children are a blessing from God. And, and and starting with Tanston is a great way to get on the right path and doing what's right for his life and making yeah. lessening the trauma for him and starting to heal like Lucinda spoke about, you know. So that's wrapped up the end of this panel. Um, so before we leave, we always, we've been leaving on a positive note. So for, it's for Tanston's sake, you know, we would want to play this for him one day. So if Tanston was playing this today, what would you, what message would you leave him in regards to his mother and how she was, you know, as the person you all knew her to encourage him in the future? Uh, Lucinda. I knew you was going to do me. That's why I was already getting <laughs> ready. Uh, <laughs> okay. Tanson, um, you don't know me, but I was your T.T. Lucinda, your mom's T.T. Lucinda. And just know that you had the most beautiful mother in the world. She was very lovable. She was very kind-hearted. She loved everybody, and she most definitely loved you. Her her mom was her best friend, because just know that your granny is going to be your best friend as well. So when you're leaning on anybody to trust, first put your trust in God, then put your trust in your granny. And she will show you everything from when you were a baby. She'll tell you all the good stories about your mom, and just know that she loved you from the day you were born and she's still watching down over you shamaya i would just say that i know that taisha would tell him um no matter what his mom is definitely she definitely loves him and um Whatever he want to do, all he got to do is put his mind to it. Because that's definitely what Taisha always did was put her mind to something. And was always able to do it. And she, she loves him. And also, she he has a family that loves him. It's even people that love him that he don't even know about all around. And whatever he want to do and put his mind to, he has a lot of people that's going to support him 100%. And even though... Taisha is not here. Um, he always has someone in his corner. All right. Um, Jamira. Um, what I would say to Terrence is, I would say that your mom, she loved you very much. You're literally her twin. 
Um, every time I look at you, I think of her. Um, she's literally like the most beautiful spirit that you can just like come across. And it's not, it wasn't a room that she walked in that she didn't light up. So just know that she loved you and everyone that loved her love you and we got you. Um, Miss Sean. Uh, I would say, Tanston, that um, you know, Taisha loved him unconditionally. She gave more love to Tanston than I've seen mothers give in a lifetime. Just in, you know, his short life. You know, he's one now. <laughs> um, that, you know, God will be a mother to the motherless as he is a father to the fatherless but he can everything that was good in his mom is in him and that he can honor her for all that her hands have done um, in caring for him and nurturing him and loving him so to let his work and what he does and how he treats people um, make her smile and let that be enough. Um, let that be enough. And I want him to know that he's enough yeah. and that he's worthy um, of love even without physically having his mother that he's enough and i am just looking forward to being a part of his village and and seeing that smile grow bigger and bigger um as he gets older Alright, that's a wrap. Thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode. I would like to give a special thanks to this week's participants, Jamara, Lucinda, Shalandria, Shamaya, and Tawana. We thank you all for taking the time out of your day to speak with us on today. Just to leave a nugget with each of you all today, as a community, family member, church member, etc., reach out to those that are grieving. You never know what a person has going on in their mind. A simple text or call doesn't hurt. Let them know that you care and that you are praying for their strength in their time of bereavement. You just never know how much that will brighten their day to simply feel that they are not alone. Yes, of course, we do know that God is close to the brokenhearted, but the devil will come in any way he can to try and deceive them. God still has the final say, and we trust that he will make everything right. Be encouraged. Tell somebody you love them today. Be blessed. Justice for Taisha.